Welcome to the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. I'm your host Hannah Golding and we're going to be talking about preparing for internationals today. So this has been a requested podcast um, by a couple of queenies and I thought wow let's just get straight into it. So no monologue for me today but there'll definitely be some tippets in the um, if that's the right word <laughs> in the episode today. Now a disclaimer I'm Speaking purely in my experiences from traveling to internationals, I've been five times in my pageantry life, um, four times competing and one time, I guess, as a, a reigning queen or a handover per se. Um, so yeah, I will be talking all about the preparation and when you're there. So let's start off by saying every system is different. Every internationals is different. There may be elements that are the same, but there's different experiences. There's different countries, different customs. Um, So much stuff that could be different from the norm of what you compete in in the UK. So the first thing you should have done before you even won your crown is to research about the internationals. So whether it's the international website, um, whether you watch previous finals, uh, speaking to past international queens, um, and of course speaking your, to your director as well, um, because it's always really important to read the fine print. Because if you are going to a pageant, you win, and then there are a lot of additional things that you didn't know about, then that's going to be trouble. Um, so when I say this, it can be price. Now, you should have a plan should you win. And a lot of people think, oh, you're jumping the gun a bit or, you know, um, you're tempting fate. And you're not if you're having a plan to give out. And I don't mean you put down your deposit on a national wear and then it turns out you don't win. So you just, you've got half a national wear already made. Um, so you need to then find a pageant that has a national wear. Um, no, it's not that, but it's having things in place, especially if you only have like three, four months. Um, some pageant girls are very lucky and have a whole year until they're international, so they have time to prep, put in the work. Um, now, sometimes I like that um, because we all know that some queens stop working after internationals. They don't do anything or they then lower their activity levels to maybe once every two months. Um and then this, but this way you have to, <laughs> you've got a whole year because it's all counting to the internationals. Um, and this is why it's also important to, even if you didn't have like an appearance book, if it wasn't required, if there is a requirement at internationals to have all that information there. And when you win, to keep on track of your appearances. I think anyway, any queen, you should always keep a track of all the stuff you've done. Um, I like it because at the end of my reign, I like to make a, you know, this is how many appearances I did, the charity, you know, volunteering, um, my projects, etc. It's a nice summary. I just, I just like it. I've summarized my year in actual figures. Um, (laughs) but yeah, you need to know, like if there is an application for Yami, we had a year's worth of community service. So we hadn't been Queens for a year but we had been finalists. So you have to work out from then what sort of stuff you've done, how many hours that totals, etc., etc. So it is very important still to keep on track. Um, it, it's, it's not too hard. You can have an, a nice pretty notebook to put it in or there are pageant products out there that you can track everything. Um, but let's go back to it. It's, you know, knowing what you're going to need, knowing if there's additional costs, there are pageants that do have your flights and hotel included, um, you know, your entry fee into the pageant system. Because when you're competing in a national to go to international, you would assume that your um, entry fee is included for internationals. If it's not, then that's um, that's a big red flag, going back to my this. Because why are you paying this... Um, I don't think we have anything in the UK, but why would, like, when people say, like, entry fees included, it's like, it should be, it should be included, because otherwise, why am I paying to go to the UK final when I could just pay direct? I'll be paying the exact same money. Um, Your entry fee should be included. If there are additional pageants there, um, you know, where I competed for Yami, it was Yami and Why Mai, 
so Young American Miss International and Young Miss International. Um, those are two separate pageants, but they're both held the same weekend. Same with Royal. Royal has Royal Model and um, Royal. So Royal, Royal Model and Royal, so the divisionals. Um, two separate competitions, judged separately and judged differently. So even though they're into the same brand, it's kind of, the, it's kind of, I was going to say, it's kind of the same, but not the same as the pageant girl, um, like, brand. There are different pageants, but they are all under the same um, brand of pageant girl. So you, you could win, like, there are different criterias for different pageants, but you're still under the one umbrella of the sisterhood of um of it all so i i hope that explains a little bit of that um but yeah you should always research um very very important read the terms and conditions what you need um and before you even step on that stage if your finals are going to internationals um within six months check your passport date check it because we've all heard the horror stories of the passport waits and there'd be nothing worse if you couldn't get your passport on time same with visas um make sure that you can get a visa for the um for the country so you need to double check that please like we i checked mine we had a year of course then i would hope that covid passports i think they get they're doing away with them by the end of this year Oh, but the stress, don't leave it to last week. I had a nightmare with mine. I thought I wasn't going to Texas this year. Um, because of a mess up with my doctors, of course, of course it was. But I couldn't get the COVID passport, even though I had a COVID passport for domestic. It was all sorts of crazy. So yes, double check all of that first. Check that you can, you've got the right vaccinations if need to. Check that you've got the right passport requirements, visa requirements. Can you get into this country? Um, okay, because, I mean, I don't think you would, but if you had any um, criminal records or anything like that, um, you're not going to be getting into America. Uh, it's as simple as that. Um, it's a requirement on the estates. Um, but other countries may not allow you to have a visa, so it's always important to check first. Um, you know, those S's last two years as well, so you won't have to um you won't have to renew it if you were to go to America the next year. You just have to change the address. Uh but yes, so first thing first is planning out your year and reading and rereading that finalist pack. So your director or your international director would have sent you information. Um so some directors had this, you know, when you have the pageant like breakfast next day or brunch, I know some call it a Passover, um, you know, or on a Queen's shoot, you might get more information. Um what I did when I was a sponsor um, for Yemi was I made packs for the girls. So it was like a handbook and it had all of the times and itinerary um, that I got from the internationals as well as the, because I was, I was at the time I was a staff member there, and um, breaking down each part of the competition, explaining it, what you would need and then like the workbook so they can work on their answers and questions because there is an application. So, um, yes, <laughs> have that pack. Your director may give you your own itinerary. Look at the times, look at the optionals if you want to do any optionals and make sure you cover those. If there's an option to pay on the website before you go, yes, get that in there. Um, and then you have to start about outfits and paperwork. There'll be a lot of additional paperwork for... Um, an international so some internationals don't have appearances some do they might have a, just a select um you know you have to select a minimum of appearances so you're basically putting your best appearances forward um others may have you know community service list so as i said when i traveled well the the two times i went for um young miss international we had an application process. 
So this was done on the website, there are questions to answer and they would be submitted and that would form part of our um our total scores. This year they had that and they also had the live application as well. So it would ask you some questions that were on your application and then uh, a question that was not. So it's always important to prep those if you have to send over a bio sheet, if there are any additional things that you have to do, there will be deadlines. So make sure you write these deadlines down, schedule them on your phone, put them on a post-it note somewhere, attach to the mirror, whatever you need to do. These are deadlines and you are responsible for these deadlines. There are very proactive directors um, that will try and make sure that you get it done in time. But you alone are responsible for submitting your paperwork, to submitting all the stuff that needs to be done. That's you. The same with the visas, the same with the passport. It's not your director's responsibility at all. It's your responsibility. Um, you know, so when I won the Queen of Queens, I'm going to go on, you know, the most recent time I had to prep. So when I won Queen of Queens, I already had an idea of the outfits I wanted. And of course, national wear as well. So as soon as I won, I was like, okay, great. Perfect time in November because I wanted to do um, a poppy national wear. So I had enough stuff around to be able to start creating that. So that took about two months to make um so two months to make national wear i also made my uh red wine blue as well now gowns make sure you give yourself at least three months now i say this mine was a disaster <laughs> mine was a disaster i don't think i have any luck with, with gowns anyway because that like, yuki's national mess was two weeks before um after getting it made the first year it was great because I bought my, <laughs> I bought my dress for my handover in Texas and never got it because of COVID. So I had a gown already. The same with Texas this year. I already had two free gowns that I could wear and I had planned them for like two years ago and bought them two years ago. So I was like, great, I can wear these now. Um, <laughs> I can wear these now, it's fine. Um, but make sure you have enough time, because especially if you're getting them handmade, um, custom made even, because you want to make sure that you give enough time for customs. Um, most of them take like two months anyway. I've not been blessed. I've had awful ones that have taken four months to get back and their work is disgusting. Um, but enough about that. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, two months to be for a creation to be made, and then you know, two weeks for shipping, and then if there needs to be alterations, um, don't leave it to the last minute. My experience when I went to Texas for the second time is I had a dress sponsor, and they I put my request for my dresses in the March, and I never got my dresses until so I never, I didn't get my dresses until four days before flights, which left no time for alterations. Um, I had to do quick snippets. Lucky for me, I wore Chinese laundries, and that's when I could walk in them. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but when it's even, it's fine because you need a big shoe. The same with, so when I borrowed um, the Giovanni I won in for UK's National Miss, um, it was too long for me. It's too tall. Um, I am... Five five, and I wore four inch shoes. So put me at five nine, I guess. Um, and the dress is still too long because Giovanni Giovanni dresses are really long. So um, any tall people listening, Giovanni is usually a really good brand for you. Um, so I had no time to get it altered, but also because I was borrowing the dress, I couldn't get it altered. Um, so it had to be in the end. I think I pinned up the underlayer. And try to wear the highest heels I could actually physically walk in um, to allow me to do it. My feet were in pain, but we did it. We got the crown. It's good. But with Texas, um, the two dresses, because I ended up buying one of them. 
I'm not going to go into, like, as I said, it seems like I have really bad luck because the dresses that arrived, the blue dress I was crowned in, um, so that was actually, like, these dresses were meant to be brought in from America, brand new, this, the glittery dress was, but that was too big, I had to pin it up at the top of my neck, <clears throat> so luckily all my hair covered it, so you couldn't see that, um, the blue dress, in the end, I had to, I had to buy, because I had to make the sleeve shorter, um, and I had to wash it as well, because it was a sample dress, so a sample dress is basically the dresses that are in the shops, um, so the ones that are tried on, um, in the sample size, because, even though I am plus size, I was a sample size for this plus size brand. Um, so, of course, you know that dresses on the shop floor can just get a bit of a battering. Um, but, you know, the show went on. Um, I won. I still have that dress to this day. There are only a few dresses that I keep. The white dress and the blue dress I have. As well as, of course, my old yellow one. But we're going back to... We're <laughs> going back. Like, it left me no time. And you want to make sure that you have a perfection of time. And you're able to walk in that dress comfortably. Because, you know, your, like, international stage could be really big. Could be really small. You never know. Um, It could have stairs. <laughs> hmm. Step or stairs, you never know. So you want to make sure that you can that you're able to walk in your outfits. So you need to give yourself at least three months. So I always, yeah, I give myself. So this year, preparing for UK Nationals, I gave myself six months. Um, from what? Yeah, a whole six months of putting all the money, paying for outfits. Um. So the same with internationals. If you have a year, that six month mark into it, then start doing your outfits. Um, because you don't want to buy stuff too early if you fluctuate in your weight. Um, and that is just because obviously you don't want to buy something that is too small. If it's too big, it can be taken in depending on you know the beadwork in the outfits. And you want to make sure that everything fits right. And also you want to, and now this is a big thing of looking at your weight allowance for your um, flights. So I was very lucky enough that with Singapore Airlines, you get two 23 kg cases. And because I was traveling with my kid, she got a suitcase as well. We only took two suitcases, although this year we took four, but it was two big ones. And too many ones because I didn't have another one. Well, like I did. It was packed for UK's National Miss. But it had a split in it, which is why I didn't take it to internationals. Um, but yeah. Always <laughs> oh, fun. Those little ones. Um, but I digress. You want to know how much allowance you have. Because then you can prep and plan. Because let's go on beaded outfits. Beaded outfits can be very heavy. If you are traveling with someone, then you can share the load with your, um, outfits. Um, if not, maybe it's a lighter fringe. Maybe you want a cape and it's packing it correctly. So making like, I absolutely love, so if you do shop on Sheen, I keep a lot of the Sheen bags because then I pack my outfits in them. Um, or we have like the, you know, how the little luggage bags and stuff, um, so I pack the outfits I have, so this is Monday's outfit, this is Tuesday's outfit, um, that's how I packed for Texas this year, um, I made sure that, you know, there is one, and also it's shoes, it's, it's everything, it's everything, that's my bed by the way, <laughs> um, this is where I make most of my, of my, um, podcasts, it's just chilling on my bed, I have a whole flat to use and I just spend all my time in my bedroom and I'm not a pee. It's just a relaxing place to be. And also my crowns are here as well. Um, but I digress. So you want to make sure that you have enough space in your suitcases and you always pack a couple of extra bits. Now, I remember my fellow queen of queens, Sarah, she would pack like a whole of wardrobe. She'd have two gowns. Um, that's before... Um, we needed to have two gowns for the two different competitions. It's always good to be over-prepared rather than under-prepared. So, 
Take into account, look at everything you need, all the additional outfits, the shoes. Now, I pack too many shoes to go to a UK pageant. Internationals, <clears throat> you're going to want to <laughs> narrow it down. Find those pageant shoes that are perfect. If you can walk in tippy tops, walk in them in the cages, use them. Nude shoes usually go with everything. Of course, the nude for most shoes aren't the nude for all skin tones so make sure that it's matching up when you have a tan or if you have a darker complexion um that you can find a darker complexion shoe now i know that is very hard as well um there are some girls in pageants who have uh stained their shoes um like tea stained to make them darker now of course this hasn't been like my personal experience because i'm very white um but I have um talked to girls about it. They've stained it, um, or had a shoe cover. Obviously, it depends on material. If it's if it's a plasticky painted shoe, that's not going to do anything to it. But like a fabric shoe, that would work. All in doubt, diamantia up. Um. So, but of course, then, if it is a diamante shoe, um, because a lot of people buy the Mark Defang shoes, and you can do that yourself. You can do that yourself with gem tack and gems. Like it's, it is time consuming, but um, it can be done. Um, but if you have an A B that usually goes with more silvery tones, um, if you want, if you need it to match the actual fit. So if you have a theme like mine were red, white, and blue, so I gemmed up the shoes in red and blue gems and in one of the shoes i had just red gems now my first year i actually didn't know about gem tack and i used a hot glue gun um so my <laughs> post-pregnancy feet were not good in those shoes at all um but yes gem tack is is very easy for that so make a list of all the stuff you need and start taking that off um if you have time and it's, it's the budget as well, because pageants are expensive. So even if you do have everything included, you still have to have your outfits, your food for the week. If you're bringing home any souvenirs or if you want to go like shopping, because depending on where you are. Um, so I always like how I did mine was each month I would buy a specific thing for the, for the um, finals. So because I made most of my outfits... That was a lot more time consuming, so I'd buy the materials and then buy like some counts next month. Um, if you can get outfits sponsored, get them sponsored, but make sure that you have a contract in place in case anything is damaged, or on their part, like on your part as well, making sure that you get the outfit in a certain amount of time. Because, you know, <laughs> as I've said earlier on. Um, but yes, so a list and each month different budget for different things going on to preparations for internationals itself so make sure you do all the paperwork on the deadlines do it before the deadline don't do it on deadline like i know for me <laughs> for me i'm a deadline girl when it comes to the essays pageants i'm well in before the deadline mainly because i think it's something that i'm really excited about so it's like right let's send this off um <laughs> now most internationals will have a photogenic portion so you'll need to submit a headshot and this is where you need to go to a pageant photographer who has experience a photographer who has experience in pageant headshots um <clears throat> not just headshots now headshots can mean many different things some photographers you know there are business headshots you know ones for your linkedin profile for websites and you know all of that sort of stuff you need pageantry headshots the shoulder and above picture will score a lot higher. Um, a smiling photo will score a lot higher, depending on the brief of what you need to submit. But full face, smiling, great lighting, not over-edited where it's a glitz, um, <clears throat> but enough to know that it looks like you. Because when I was scoring for a system, one of the um, criteria for photogenic was that one course obviously marking on the usual and if you have the ultimate handbook i'm not just saying this as a plug but we actually do break down some of the stuff that judges are looking for for photogenic um so you know obviously facial beauty 
how well the photo is presented as well because there are some people who will submit really like bad lighting like I've judged a lot of photo competitions and some of the photos are very hard to make out um very hard to make out so we have that in the handbook as well as there is actually a section preparing for internationals so I mean <laughs> they are in stock um <laughs> but um make sure you book of enough time as well for the uh, for the photographer to be able to edit and send out your photos um so reading off the top of my head of I worked with Charlotte Clemmy and um I worked with Jason Wade for um headshots now I submitted uh the first year for um yummy i actually had stacy clark as well so i submitted my headshots for stacy clark for the first year <clears throat> second year i submitted my charlotte headshots and they scored like tens um and i think that i got eight and nines for the last one um i have literally i have a, a box with all my scores in because they give the scores out afterwards um it depends, as I said, it, it depends on what it is. Um, I've, I was a lot more confident in the second, like, photos. Um, like, I had given birth, like, three weeks when I had my um, headshots done. Stacey is an incredible photographer. Charlotte's an incredible, uh, incredible photographer. Jason as well. I've heard good things about Yolanda. Um, of course, I've never shot with her. Um, but, you know, it's also personal opinion as well, because... You look at the style of the photographers and you'll see which ones you like. Each photographer has a different style, but make sure you book in your headshots with enough time before the deadline. Um, and these photographers get booked up, so sometimes it's nice to just book a shoot in anyways for crown shots. Now, as we said earlier, you know, like jumping the gun, there'll be some girls who'll book like... Um, a couple of weeks afterwards thinking that they have the crown and they don't get it or like just that's how the timing's gone um I had that with my um lifetime <laughs> crown um I booked a headshot I booked headshots obviously it was the front cover of the handbook as well so there was other reasons I'm just you know just getting photos is always good um I booked within two months after the finals thinking that I would have the crown and I didn't <laughs> so um make sure you give enough time before the deadlines and everything like that um because they are judged and for some of them they could be between five to fifteen percent of your overall school and if you're entering things like modeling like side awards and portfolios they're gonna be <laughs> very much judged like that so submit pageant headshots and go to um and then as well when it comes to preparing with the walks and interviews and coaching for different elements make sure you book enough time with that as well so if you are going to choose coaching for internationals which I do highly recommend not just because I am a coach but because you are stepping onto an international stage and there are some countries that literally eat sleep and breathe pageantry um you want to make sure you're best prepared so making sure that it's not just the question portion or um the walking it's the other aspects of internationals which we will go into um so make sure if you are working with a coach it's not necessarily saying that they need to have international experience it's always a bonus but it's making sure that they have researched the system made sure that they know what to expect so of course when i was coaching for yami and why am i i know exactly what to expect because i've been through it um but I've coached girls for for Galaxy International. I've never stepped foot in, in Galaxy International. Um, how I would help them is to go through past experience of what I've heard other queens go. So they told me some of the questions they got asked, and you know, it's it's preparing for everything, because um, you never know what um, 
what they will ask you and what judge because some judges will ask really fun questions other questions other judges will ask you a bit more intense questions um having said that there's usually like politics is usually off the cards for most especially when you go into an international so i i do with like a state pageant national pageant or like in america when they have state and they ask you politic political questions um that's because you reside in the area but asking asking us from the uk about american politics it's pretty defunct <laughs> like, def- like it it is not needed um we're not going to be as schooled up as you know ours um but they might ask you about a general world issue you know or the question you know if you were the leader of your country for the day what would you do or how would you help this movement or how would you help that now, as I said, different internationals, different things. I was never asked anything too taxing um, on my on-stage questions. And then you have to also practice the difference between your interview and on-stage questions. I always say on-stage question is always a bit more um, theatrical, a bit more dramatic. Because you're kind of trying, not trying, you're kind of giving this speech to everyone you're answering a question, but there needs to be delivery, there needs to be, um, you know, when you're at an important point to do that, you're inspiring them. It's always nice to add a little cheese at the end if you're tying it all up. Um, but yes, the speech, uh, an on-stage question can be treated like a speech, you're trying to, you know, to rally that up. Whereas in the interview, you're you're more personal, you're on a more personal basis. So whether you're on a one-to-one in a Robin Round style, um, or if you're in a panel of judges, it's, you know, a bit more, you're going to talk, it's going to be a bit more natural. And you obviously then don't have to think about microphone control and things. So if you are coaching, make sure you have, I would always say monthly sessions leading up. So once a month, um, I always highly recommend a session this is this just goes with everything before your final if you can book in the night before your final even the morning sometimes but the night before your final just to like de-stress everything to speak for everything because you're not going to change everything in that night but it's going to help you feel a bit more at ease sort out that mind and just yeah get um get a feel for it but make sure you budget for that as well um you may have it that you win coaching with your system or your director might give you coaching sessions as well take all that advice ask your director what coach is recommended like if you'd recommend a coach because coaches will um directors will have coaches that they know are going to give you the best um you know this person knows the system or like and for a coach as well we will ask the director or we will research into ourselves. I always ask for handbooks. I always look on website for information. I always, as I said, ask around. And that's the best way to do because I want to know that the information I'm giving you is correct. Because you need it. It's got to be correct. Um, but yes, so <laughs> ask your director. Your director will be your go-to for everything, you know. If like if you are very lucky enough to have sponsors that provide you with lots of great additional things um that's amazing and that takes like a a bit of a weight off but your directors will always be there if you need any help if you've got any questions and you know some directors are very much heavily involved with like have you done this these are the deadlines we need to do this need to do that um whether it's a group call um alive in the group like or if you have additional staff members to help you out with it um so when you are going to internationals as i said the packing i did the ziploc bags or you can do vacuum packed as well um try so the thing is you have to try with like a hair dryer um is it hair dryer i think someone does it with a hair dryer i've never vacuum packed but i know one of the girls who came to america did um and this is another thing check your products um as in like your curling if you've not booked hair and makeup which i highly suggest you do um i know it's an additional cost however um the voltage uh some uh, curlers and straighteners will not be able to operate in america 
um, <clears throat> because of the voltage. So my colours didn't work this year. I actually borrowed chenilles in the end because I went and bought two um, some tongs in Target and they didn't curl my hair at all. It, I did not have a good time. Um, but double check. Because then I was like, because the last two times I had hair and makeup done for me. So I didn't have to worry about curling my hair at all. I think I straightened my hair though for one of the shoes. Or maybe I just left it to dry now. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I borrowed someone's. But um, yeah, check it. So, but as I saw with hair and makeup, I highly suggest booking it because even though sometimes the times are awful, like four o'clock in the morning, me and Georgia had to go one time. It takes so much stress to have your makeup professionally done for you, your hair done. Um, if they do top-ups during the day as well for all those rounds, you just know that it's done for the stage as well. You just feel so much, like, in it. Um, I will 100%. It's an additional cost for sure, but it saves you so much time. Like, I mean, like it's not... It saves you time, it doesn't save you time. It means you more relax more. Um, it's still taking you the same time to do it. Um... And I mean, if you want to do your own, you want to start practicing, learning and teaching yourself now. Um, so saying all of that, itinerary, plan it, packing your suitcase, making sure you have enough, enough toiletries that is going to not go over the weight. If you need to buy additional baggage, um, and making sure all your outfits fit and you can walk in them and you're comfortable for your interview that you can sit down unless it's a standing interview. Making sure that your passport is in date, you have all the right checks. Um, you've, you've got a visa if you need one. Um, <clears throat> your vaccinations are all up to date. Um, as well as that, you know, money, spending money, additionals, paperwork, everything like that. So if you have six months work out those six months work out which month you need so as I said when I was planning um I usually had like December January is when I had a little bit more money in December so I would buy all the big purchases then um and then January would make <laughs> would be the poor month um as well as this you're timing it around working on your community projects or your platform working on um the stuff that you're contracted to do from your pageant, as well as appearances, you know, you want to make sure that, I always say, give yourself a weekend off. Like, right now for August, as I said, I've had, I'd say I've had one, one, well, two appearances in a day, and then I have done additional stuff around it. Um, But it's having one weekend off a month, just to prep yourself and just to relax as well so it, you know it saves some money but you need it to rest and recuperate um always a week before your final um if you have never faked time before trial it before you go um same with hairstyles as well trial it see if you like it first before you you know try before you buy even if you are buying the products but um make sure and then the same way if you get your nails done it needs to be enough time so there's not going to be growth in there um if you're getting um lash extensions you want to make sure i always say get lash extensions the month before and then going for the refills because then you've known like how to do upkeep um and you know how they feel um if not strip lashes are absolutely fine in america um the second time i had um, lash extensions just so I looked good <laughs> when I didn't look good um but then there was strip lashes put on top of it just for extra volume um you know because I knew that afterwards it was it's fine like the lashes were going like it wasn't something I was gonna be doing every month because I'm a mom <laughs> um but yeah so nails waxing things like that like, you just want to make sure that you have enough time to your body recover and don't do anything the weekend before you fly. Um, make sure you're packing and prepping. So, you fly to internationals. You are going to be jet-lagged wherever you fly to. Um, so, you want to make sure that you're staying awake, that you're keeping of their time rather than our time. Um, 
and you're making sure that you go on top of it. Always recommend going to a local supermarket and filling up your hotel room, you know, bottles of water, loads of bottles of water. Depending on the country, you might not be able to drink the tap water. Um, it's just easier if there's a fridge, obviously, then you have nice cold water. Hydration is so important. Um, I always, I love my Starbucks cups and they are literally everywhere, <laughs> everywhere here, but they are so good for refilling or if you have a water bottle, if you've been sponsored a water bottle as well, have that. Always keep up hydrated because there's sometimes there might be rooms where there aren't like water accessible. Um, there might not be a bar. You need to keep yourself hydrated for the day because different temperatures, your body's getting used to it. And then if there's aircon in the hotel, it can be super cold at night. Um, you always pack for everything. So, I mean, I pack like twice as many pants as I need because of all the different changes. And then I have like long sleeve, pajamas and short sleeve, um, you know, a jacket or jumper just in case. You never know. And um, then you go outside and it's scorching because it's so humid. Um, but the week... I mean, if you have three weeks, you might have more spaced out. You might have some free time. Um, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes you just get three weeks of jam-packed pageantry. So I think uh, the first year I went, we had like two, two days off, two or three days off. Like this year for Texas, the girls literally had one, one day. One day when they went doing pageant stuff, we flew in on the Tuesday and then bam, straight away, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's five days out. Flew in on obviously the one day. I mean, technically I had a day and a half with like the Tuesday, we didn't fly until the um, afternoon, evening. But it's not really like when you pack your stuff and you're just ready to go, it's not really a a time off, is it? But they are going to be hectic so that's why packing your hotel room with water and snacks as well something snacky um you know this obviously i'm talking about my experience because in america we'd go to um kruger's i think the first year and then obviously um yeah kruger both years so the same hotel love kruger uh <laughs> we'd have like fizzy drinks soft drinks water snacks some fruit lots of different bits because the day's gonna be so long even if there's some breaks in there sometimes it's not enough to go off and get some food and then come back sometimes you do just need a snacks make sure you're eating sometimes not eating too much um because if you blow this is why as i said even though you are technically on holiday because you're in a different country you are competing and um for me, I, I bloat from stress anyways, but that's why I wear outfits that um, if I bloat, it's, I'm going to still fit in them. So you just got to be mindful of your own body, the same with hydrating and um, making sure that everything is all good. Um, don't just live on Starbucks <laughs> if it's in your hotel room. Um, but yeah, saying that... Internationals is going to be the most hectic time of your life. It will fly by and then crown will be done. You'll be like, oh... Like, obviously, if you won, you're excited for the next year ahead. If you haven't, you know, you've you've experienced a really amazing thing. Now, going up to lead up, mindfulness is such an important part. And it's knowing that you should not be comparing yourself to the international girls. You all bring something different. Um, You know, you're unique in yourself. You were chosen for a reason to represent the UK, England, Wales, Scotland, Ireland, like whatever country you're selected. Um, You were selected for a reason, you know, so own up like own it like that's 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 how should go in but you want to make sure that you're still respecting yourself having that downtime and sometimes it's the same as especially if you having to share a room with um if fellow like with one of your fellow queens so um <laughs> i shared a room first year with my fellow sister queen who snored so loudly I could not sleep I think I got one hour sleep and I had to get up early for hair and makeup second year I shared with Georgia my fellow Vulture queen um not to deal with Penelope <laughs> but Penelope was breastfeeding still so it was great she was fine she was chill um and then this yeah this year it was me just me and P 
chilling. It's nice to have that time away from all the craziness sometimes. So make sure when you're at internationals, if you are someone who um isn't as uh extrovert as everyone else, if you're an introvert, make sure you still have some time to recharge your social battery. Um, you don't have to do everything if you don't want to. So the optionals and stuff, sometimes it might just be an hour flicking through on Facebook. <laughs> Chill time. Make time for yourself. But it'll be hard to take your meet loads of girls from different things. So when I... Um, well, I do this for every pageant now. I prepare a little um, good luck gift bags for the contestants. So going to internationals it was great because they could just buy lots of uk things um <laughs> so great you know little little big bends and you know london taxis and letterboxes pens and keyring chocolate of course there was lots of things of what you could get um so i would make them up into little gift bags um why did uk's national miss this year i did um, I I actually didn't do enough because it seemed to be like our category was like 10, 11. So there's all these other girls. And I was like, oh my goodness, I haven't got enough. Um, I got a sash pin, um, some positivity stickers and some sweets. Something little simple like that in a little bag. Um, it might be a requirement where you have to bring a present for all your fellow competitors. But once again, always make extra and... If you do have extra at the end of the day, give them to the reigning queens as well. Or maybe give one to the, your international director. It's a little present. Now, I think I've talked about this before with, with, with presents. I remember when we had a... This is for... <clears throat> so this is for Face the Globe and it had like a... Um, you got your director a gift. Like if you want to give us gifts, this is it. I've never had... I've never had that since. I've never had directors ask for gifts it was very strange and you kind of feel like you're compelled to do it because like that's the international director this will put me in the good books um it isn't <laughs> I mean I got top 10 that year like I mean that was good um also I fell over in that room as well because there was an exposed thing so um, I could have sued uh, <laughs> um as in the building not the pageant um well, we all know where the pageant went um the uh, director ran off of all the money um long long time ago now but with all of that you don't have to get your director a gift um i got my i got sabrina a gift the first year second year the second year not the first year the second year, because I'd met her la the last year, and because Penelope was a reigning queen as well, she was big Miss International, um, so I got her something from Penelope and something for me, but it was from Primark because they didn't get the, the cool stuff that we had up there, so it was just something like Disney and Harry Potter related, never too big, so, but getting your gifts... I always say this, getting contestants' gifts um, for the internationals is great because... It gives you a chance to speak to the girls as well. So whether you're gift exchanging or just giving them a gift, you're like, hi, my name is Hannah. Like, I'm from the UK. Like, well, I always say England. Um, just because I am <laughs> from England. But you, or UK or Great Britain, however you're introducing yourself. Um, I wouldn't say Europe, even my title said Europe, because it's just like, I'm from England. Um... Because sometimes you're like, say, you're from the UK, and they're like, oh, what country? And like, England, like, what part? And then <laughs> you can't go in. But it just breaks the ice a little bit. It really does. It's not required, but look if it is required or not, because it might be where you need one gift, you do like a one gift exchange. Um, so at least everyone gets one. Um, but always do extras. And as I said, you can give them to the current queens and director, should you wish. Take as many pictures and get in as many pictures as possible. Always purchase the photos if you can or if there's videography of your finals. I will say that because we actually got burnt in Yami. We paid for the photos for the first year and um, 
she only gave us like two rounds and she never guessed the, gave the rest i never got penelope's crown in photos which was very sad um because that was the first crown moment at eight weeks old um second year was buying like pad, like individual photos so it was it was kind of good because you you got to choose which photos you wanted to buy and which ones you didn't. It worked out a bit more expensive, but there we go. Um, I know the girls this year, they had a package that they could buy and they got all their stage rounds. Like, honestly, you want to get the stage photos from internationals. Um, who, like, how many times do you get to go to internationals in your lifetime? You know, how many times get the package? <laughs> You're looking at anything between a hundred dollars to five hundred dollars depending um depending on the pageant most most of them are quite low and some pageants actually include all the photos for you which is great um so that's incredible <laughs> so I always look you know, ask the additionals, like, is there a videographer there, is there a photographer, are you allowed photography in the main, like, in the hall, you know, how to live stream, because some do, some don't, some pay professional services to do them, but yes, take as many pictures, get in as many pictures as you can, have fun with it, keep, you're not going to get that much sleep, you're going to be exhausted, make sure you keep hydrated and keep on top of yourself, these are memories that will last a lifetime, um and then yeah make sure as well that you have enough space in your suitcase to bring home your trophies and crowns your crown will come on as hand luggage so when you're doing your hand luggage um a crown box is great so you can carry that on um usually you have i had a crown well <laughs> i actually used a um a cooler bag for my crown coming back from texas um this year um and the past two years when I have our European crowns and then with one year international crown obviously is coming back with peas the first year and then I came back the second year of mine. Um I used my tote bag and that was you know wrapped up in my jackets. Um so I didn't have a crown case then but I have a crown case now so if I was able to travel to internationals you take your crown case and handbag or backpack. I chose backpack it was just easier. I have my hands free. Um, but yeah, so you want to make sure that you have enough for all of those prizes if you're entering all the options as well. And obviously, this is where you'd look at the um, finals because obviously Royal have these huge trophies, don't they? So you, you'll be like, right, okay, you're preparing for that. Um, we didn't have that big. I I do have a couple of big trophies, but not as like like tall um and you know there are other pageants that have that as well so you want to make sure that you have enough space should you want to bring them back and if you don't bring any back you've got space to bring back loads of stuff from target <laughs> as i said this is america like obviously there are other pageants in other states and countries so wherever your final is so to recap with this is planning your time plan schedule budget Make sure that you're giving yourself enough time to relax and de-stress. Make sure you surround yourself with the best people for your prep, whether it's, you know, coaching, designers. Like, make sure that you're on top of it. Your director will be your point of call for everything. Ask those questions. If you are unsure of anything, ask those questions. You need to. Because it might be another girl was wanting to ask that and they just didn't want to ask it, you know. We're all nervous sometimes. Um, so yeah, preparing, make sure that you have passport, visa, vaccinations, enough spending money and enough money on your card should it go wrong um, and you need your card for anything. Um, make sure you have the right requirements to entering that country of where you're going. Make sure you have enough time to book off if you're working. And if you are a younger contestant, if you have family coming for you, make sure that they can, of course, do that. Um... Obviously, you want to cover yourself. Make sure that you have the right weight allowance for your suitcases. Uh, make sure you pack enough. I always say pack a little bit extra just in case. Make sure you're comfortable in your outfit, that they fit, that they are worthy of that international stage because you are worthy, so your, your outfits need to match it. Um, 
book hair and makeup 100% <laughs> make sure all your treatments are in the right time frame because you know you don't want to do your tan too early because it'll be patchy by the time you get there um like you want to make sure that it's all done within the right time frames make sure that you give yourself enough time timing is very important make sure that you don't get in your head too much of everything when you are there make sure you do that shot beforehand or have someone to be able to do it for you always stay hydrated to make sure there's bottled water in your room um and snacks you will need it make sure that you have enough time to eat a good meal <laughs> always um if you're not a breakfast person but you're competing please have like a cereal bar or something um because you do not want to be fainting in another country <laughs> not at all travel insurance as well i just literally forgot about that um you need to have travel insurance because you never know if your case gets lost or if anything like that make sure you book travel insurance even and once again that's down to you your passport your visa your injections uh your vaccinations everything like that um and travel insurance is down to you that's not like that's not your director's thing your director will, will maybe cover your flights in your hotel so there'll be organization of that so they know like but that's you okay so that's mostly all of the stuff there is a there is a um a chapter of it in the book but my experience is of course it'll be one of the most exhausting weeks of your life but it'll be well worth it even if you don't take the crown and i've been to three internationals where i haven't taken the crown um you know for me when i did face the globe i'm placed in the top 10 that for me was great because it was just like i placed <laughs> like placing is is just as good and you have to remember it's different kettle of fish like you're on an international stage you're competing against different girls from different countries you know whether the majority are usually uk and american girls for a lot of um systems that have different divisions but you might find that there are so this is it yeah for different divisions you will have like that but you know for some internationals you'll be the only delegate so you know the only delegate from the uk um and you know there are different delegates from like around the country um just one from america canada and you know you want to make sure that you're just taking it in preparing yourself the best and enjoying it hydration i I will always repeat is the best thing for it especially if it's a long flight as well make sure you have print out a copy of the itinerary as well or have it in a book create your own just so you have it to hand um make sure that you do things before the deadline photo shoots before the deadline applications bios any additional material that you need to send off before the deadline don't do it on the deadline because you have to think about time zones um internet connection problems you never know do it before the deadline um and remember your director's there they want you to win <laughs> of course of course they want you to win um they're putting their trust in you do it well serve that title well for now have fun but make sure you're still being visible with that title i was to say one one or two appearances a month is is pretty standard um one a month is pretty standard even one or two is good um depending and when i say appearance it might be like that's physical but it could be doing stuff online it's, it's as simple as that um but yes i hope that's answered all the questions that you had um well <laughs> for the girls who requested it for others you're like oh yeah that's really insightful um i mean i'm not going to internationals but it's good to listen um but yeah i'm massive good luck to everyone who is going to internationals maybe one day i'll go to another international i'm not sure yet um obviously you have to win something first to go there um that's why i chose uk's national miss because it was just national so like i think it's the first time in a long time where i haven't had to plan for what's next i just need to enjoy my year which is uh as relaxing as that change anyway there 
um thank you girls queenies um for listening i hope it has helped if you have any questions drop me a message that's absolutely fine um but yeah we'll be doing a lot more different episodes i'm trying to think of the ones that are upcoming but we have we're coming up september soon although if this episode comes out it might come out by september maybe um <laughs> so we have two sparkle discussions in um coming up which is super 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 exciting i'm very excited to talk to felicia and to talk to beth um pageant con coming up uh lots of fun stuff uh, so stay tuned if you did want to purchase the handbook then just drop us a message on our socials so we can get them to you and if you are looking we are booking we're waiting for everyone to get back to us but we're looking at booking an event for march but um we'll be at the igm workshop in andover on the 18th of september um it's a free course it's like a free training day from igm they do it every month uh so we'll be there if you want any advice or anything like that um but thank you for listening and i hope you have a great week